Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We are in Ezra chapter 10, beginning in verse 12. Then all the assembly responded loudly, yes, we will do as you say. Okay, great response because what Ezra just said was massively confrontational and incredibly costly and drastic in the name of corporate repentance. But there are many people and it is the rainy season. We don't have the stamina to stay out in the open. This isn't something that can be done in a day or two, for we have rebelled terribly in this matter. Let our leaders represent the entire assembly. Then let all those in our towns who have married foreign women come at appointed times together with the elders and judges of each town in order to avert the fierce anger of our God concerning this matter. Only Jonathan, son of Asahel, and Jazeah, son of Tikiah, opposed this with Meshulam and uh, Shebatai, the Levite, supporting them. Now, in verse 15, it's not clear exactly what they oppose when it says this. I think that it's indicate. I think it's uh, opposed to the delegation approach. They've all gathered uh, over the course of 72 hours under threat of losing all their possessions and being uh, being excommunicated from the assembly of the exiles. And now they're all here and it's the rainy season and it's probably like December or January and everybody's cold and they don't have the stamina to just stay out there while it's dealt with. And they acknowledge because they have rebelled terribly in this matter. At the end of verse 13, they indicate the reason that we can't, we can't administrate all of these divorces so quickly is because of the rampant, you know, the, the, the high volume or quantity, however you want to look at it, of our sin. And there's opposition but it's not clear if this opposition among these characters, these people who are named only here, as far as I know in scripture, if they're opposed to that process, they're like, no, like buck up and just stick it out in the rain until we're done here because you're postponing repentance. Or it could be that they're opposed to the mass forced divorces in general. Either way, we do see a principle at work here. Uh, and that is delegation. Not the first time we've seen this biblically, uh, the Jethro principle, as it's called. And that's a, that's a term that sometimes, actually, I, I want to say some secular business authors have even used it as well, that you're just, just delegating it out uh, to, to the, local, uh, the local elders in each town. There's another, there's another reason for this, too. Some of the priests and leading priests were the worst offenders in marrying foreign women and then worshiping the idols that they worshiped too. So some of the people could have been saying, hang on a second, time out. Like, how, how are you going to preside over, <laughs> how are the priests going to preside over these divorces when they need them themselves? Okay, it start, uh, the repentance starts at the top. And so let me just say, as the guy who's recording the devotions for this series, that I take my own sin seriously, all right, that I, I have repented from my sin. When I get tempted, it's because I'm, I'm blindsided and make no plans to gratify the flesh. But reasonably, they did come to a solution, and it started with, uh, it, it started here at this assembly, and then it was delegated out to the elders and the leaders at each individual township. And then one more time in the text, we can see how they acknowledge the breadth of their sin. And they acknowledge that that's really their fault. Whether or not they have enough time in the day, rain notwithstanding, to deal with this, this great number of divorces, 
the point here to me is that they acknowledge, okay, the magnitude of my sin and the costliness and the difficulty, the pain that comes from repenting from it is my fault. And this is something for the Christian to own. This is not something for the New Testament Christian member of the Redemption Church in the middle of a building campaign to try to blame on anybody else. Let's, let's confess our sin before God. Let's separate ourselves from our sin. Let's take the drastic measures necessary to secure repentance because personal holiness is worth it. And anything it costs us to separate ourselves from our sin is not God's fault. We must own the full cost of our own repentance. So pay the full price, even if repentance is costly, confess it all, grieve over your sin, but then do get up and repent. And when you do, and when your sin repentance costs you something, recognize who racked up that tab. Brother, sister, it was me and you. We were the ones who did that.